This is the Dudes in Christ Podcast. What is crack a lacking? Another episode of the Dudes in Christ podcast. We uh Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're yeah. we're here and chipper and ready to go. <coughs> Two cups of coffee in. I don't see no energy drinks for Josh, so he might be slacking. About half one in. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So how are we? Doing good. Doing good. good. Heard y'all got to uh see a little new movie come out. Yeah. Jesus the, Revolution. Yeah, you want to tell the listeners about that, a little bit about that? Go watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> Go yeah. watch it. I would agree. It's, it's really uh, really good. It's um, just kind of a little history on it. It just goes back to the six. Is it 68? Like, yeah, about 68. Like 60s through 72. So. Basically a, a revival or a revolution that took place on the West Coast. Yeah. Out in California. That's really good, really touching movie. Yeah. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing it uh myself. So um man, just kicking back on this this Hebrews thing. I'm really enjoying going through this. Uh today we're gonna be in Hebrews eight. <clears throat> and I don't just have a ton of notes on it, but just I've read through the chapter a few times, different uh translations, things like that. And and we're we're getting a little bit of a shift. It seems like the past two or three, it's kind of brought that, you know, showing Jesus as that high priest for yep, us now. Yep. And it's still a little bit of that uh, in the beginning of this, but it does begin to shift. And uh, I don't know, there's there's some pretty cool things that just kind of pop out yep. in this. Um, so, Josh, you want to read, read some of this? Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. Hebrews chapter 8. Uh, verse 1, here is the main point. We have a high priest who sat down in the place of honor beside the throne of the majestic God in heaven. There he ministers in the heavenly tabernacle, the true place of worship that was built by the Lord and not by human hands. And since every high priest is required to offer gifts and sacrifices, our high priest must make an offering too. If he were here on earth, he would not even be a priest since there are since there already are priests who offer the gifts required by the law. They serve in a system of worship that is only a copy, a shadow of the real one in heaven. For when Moses was getting ready to build the tabernacle, God gave him this warning. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Right there, um, before you go, <clears throat> once we've, we've talked about this many times, um, <clears throat> and just kind of a little a nerd point for me, I guess, um, is, you know, a lot of the, uh, I guess you'd say arguments that even happen is, uh, when the book was written, when, you know, yep. w- what time point, because there's things that happen in history that are big indicators for, uh, you know, setting up the context of the book. And so what, something that hopped out at me is on, uh, verse four, but since, well, let me read it back in the NLT. Uh, if he were here on earth, he would not even be a priest since there are already pe- priests who offer the gifts required by the law. For, so for me, that tells me that the temple is still up. So this has to be written before 
eighty seventy. Yes, yeah, it just, I, I, I believe I believe that it is uh, written absolutely before AD seventy. So anyway, that was just that's my <laughs> that was there's my still, yeah. right. of notes. Yes, there's still priests offering gifts at this this yep. time. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, verse six, but now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood, for he is the one who mediates for us by f- us a far better covenant with God based on better promises. If the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need for a second covenant to replace it. Um, we can stop. Stop there. Um, so I made a couple of notes. The, uh, the first covenant didn't wasn't perfect. We got down to it, and it showed uh, in chap- back in 7, um, 711 said the priesthood of Levi on which the law was based uh, could have achieved the per- perfection God intended or if the priesthood could. So we see there that the priesthood didn't couldn't be perfect. Right. And then the law made nothing perfect in 18 and 19 of, our, of chapter 7. It tells us. Right. Said the old uh, the old requirement about the priesthood was set aside because it was weak and useless. Yeah. So the old covenant that was made was no good. So Jesus came and made the better covenant. Yeah, and that's <clears throat> and that's something hard. And we've kind of it's kind of been the a topic here now of of mixture. And uh, I don't know if it's maybe because I'm listening to a lot of Damon Thompson. He's <laughs> kind of been going through that. But trying to mix those two things together, the first and the second, we'll see. Right. Uh, we'll see towards the end of the chapter how it's, uh, you know, it's there's the one the new covenant is made and the first one is absolute. You know, obsolete. It's, yeah. It's no longer. We we try to pick up things of the law to make sometimes ourselves feel better. Like, hey, I'm the super Christian. I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm obeying these commandments. Right. Whereas that's, you know, Jesus paid the ultimate price he is the one that stood in the gap and so you know our commandment is to love now it's not to try to check these boxes and go for <laughs> i was reading uh, last night terry tripp's uh commentary on um the prodigal son which he mentioned there it, it doesn't even the bible doesn't call him a prodigal son right. it just calls him a son and then, you know we've kind of added that stipulation of prodigal that goes back to our Thinking of the law, you know, right. thinking of of checking these these boxes, uh, but it just shows, you know, the the instance there. A quote he made is, "Don't basically what he's saying. Don't try to produce the fruit, but go to the root. With the root is Jesus, and the fruit will come. Right. Instead right. of the the goal being being this good person, the goal is find yourself in Jesus plus nothing, and you'll find yourself right. producing fruit." That's good. I think, you know, even trying to go back and, you know, I know, I know some religious churches that, that try to go back and, and keep the certain Jewish feast days and, and, uh, you know, the festivals and different things like that, which, uh, to me is just like, uh, Justin was saying, it's like trying to mix the, uh, the old with the new yeah. and, uh, and, and, 
it just don't work. I mean, it's 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 not going to work at all. It's uh, uh, there's no middle ground there for that. I mean, it's Jesus and 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 Jesus only. It's new covenant, new covenant only. It's it's you know, there's no room for error there. Yeah, we can. All right, we we should be the ones going out to the to the Jewish people and trying to show them who Jesus is. Right, not not the other way around. Not letting them influence us. Right. And a lot of times that's what happens is when, you know, people go to, to Israel mm-hmm. and and then they want to, you know, put on Jewish attire and start, you know, acting like a Jew when that, as, when as Jesus you're saying, even. Jesus <laughs> uh, wants us to represent him yep. to, to the fullest, you know, in actuality. And I know this is a harsh saying. Some people probably don't like me for saying it, but... <laughs> The, as a whole, the Jewish people are antichrist. You know, they right. don't they don't accept Christ, and and so our our part should be is to show Christ to them. Right. You know, we, we should be so blessed and uh, and and so joyful, so much peace uh, that the Jewish people will become jealous. That's what the script Paul tells yeah. us in the scripture yeah. is that that they would be provoked to jealousy. Of seeing all the blessing that is upon the new covenant people, and would cause them to want to come into what, you know, into the new covenant. Right. And many other Jews have come into right. new a covenant. Lot a are. lot, of, a lot yeah. of them are. And so, but my desire would be is that the that the whole house of Israel, if you would, right. would, would be drawn in, and it, it, it's our part in filling the the earth up with God's glory. Is I believe what's going to cause that to happen. Right. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I believe it's amplified talking about that uh, where the Jews are provoked, you know, in jealousy. <clears throat> I think the amplified says it, it it causes them to stir up to seek the truth. Yes. And so if we were to change what we do, if we were to try to become half Jewish to provoke them to jealousy, air quote right. here, right. that's that's not ca- causing them to stir up to seek the truth. That's causing no. them to be confused. You know, it's exactly. causing them yeah. to and to, causing confusion among among ourselves. Yeah, right, yeah. right, for sure. That's that's kind of funny. We went back to that because I'm uh, in Sunday school today. Uh, Ruth two, kind of the typology through that. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. So that's yeah. awesome, cool, good deal. And hey, now you know it was meant to be. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so seven, if the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need for the second <clears throat> covenant to replace it. But when God found fault with the people, he said, the day is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. Right right there, too, I think just another point that affirms what Justin said a while ago is here he says the day is coming. So obviously the, the temple right. uh, was still standing yeah. and uh, – the old the old covenant was still there, but he said the day is coming, and uh, and we know that it it came shortly thereafter. Right, it says this covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. They did not remain faithful to my covenant, so I turned my back on them. Says the Lord, but this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day. Says the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds, and I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives sayings. You should know the Lord. For everyone from the least to the greatest will know me already, 
and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. And that uh, is Jeremiah 31, right? I think Jeremiah 31, 31, 31 through 34. And this one, and I don't have the quote-unquote best answer for this, but <clears throat> I think this, to me, this is just uh, kind of revealing the work of the Holy Spirit in the New Covenant. Uh, you know, Jesus talks, it's better that I leave. When he left, uh, he sent the Comforter, he sent the Holy right. Spirit. And I think this, this is what he's... This is how I tie that that to what he's saying here is is I write it on their hearts, you know I will right. I will dwell in them, and they have basically they have you know just think of a believer today, you know we have the Holy Spirit living in us, yeah. and then like our goal I guess you could say if we had a go is to get that out of us, you know yes. it's it's yes. to be so infiltrated in our hearts in our minds that it becomes action yeah. uh, of of what is placed inside of our heart. You know, something that jumped out at me is uh, the latter part of, of verse 10. It says, I will be their God and they will be my people. Well, that kind of jumped out to me because it, it, it sounded like something that I'd heard somewhere else. So if you go back to Revelation chapter 21, and uh, of course this is talking about the new Jerusalem, new heaven and a new earth, and he said, I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now my, is now." Among his people, he will live with them, and they will be his people, and God Himself will be with them. So that's you know, he says, "I'll be their God, and they'll be my people." And then Revelation says, "You know, the same. He He will live with them, and they will be His people, and God Himself will be with them." And then if you look at verse six over there, just one passage part in there in the NLT, it says, "It is finished." Kind of reminds me of something that happened on the cross, you yeah, know. Right. And he said, "It is finished." And then we got, you know, we got it over here again. He's saying that it's finished. And you know, when you look at 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 the beauty of Revelation, and a lot of people don't because you know they've been taught that it's, it, it everything is you know uh, somewhere out in the distant future. But if you even look, even kind of the way they say it, if you look at at chapter 22, and then it says, talking about the city, uh, those who enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. And outside the city are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and the murderers and the idolaters, idol worshipers and all who love to live a lie. So, you know, when people say, well, you know, uh, there's still all this bad stuff going on. Yeah, but they're not in the city. Right, you know, yeah. it's outside the city, and and yes, it's still happening outside of the city. But the city's here. We are, you know, we are a city that's set on a hill, cannot be hid. And so, uh, there's there's so much in there that that if you if you just take the Bible as a whole and you begin uh, to take it as a whole, is you realize that most everything that was written in this Bible was written into the generation that Jesus was talking to. Yeah. In that forty-year span, from from the time he walked on the earth until the time of the destruction of their their temple, their way of life, if you will, and uh, and that was taken away, and then the old was was abolished, and then the new uh, came in, and so uh, it's man, it, to me, it's an exciting time to be living in the kingdom and to be a part of 
filling up the earth with God's glory. Now that's our part now. Right. Absolutely. Once you, and once you kind of understand, uh, I guess the context of things, um, cause I even, I always talk about Matthew 24 because it's always everyone's scariest, you know, chapter, I guess you could say, right. you know, that's, right. it's what we see happening. You hear that all the time, but if you just go back one chapter, uh, you'll see at the end of it, it's talking about Jerusalem. It even says, Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, right. you know? Um, so it, it's, it's directing it towards that people, towards that generation uh, that we're talking about here. And it, it came to pass and Jesus said, it's finished. And so, you know, don't get caught up on like, okay, this book already happened, et cetera. There, there's still several promises and several things that um, we're commanded to do. You know, there's still a work. Sure. There's still, oh, absolutely. There's still darkness that needs light put into it right right so we still have an object <laughs> you know we it i've seen sometimes you get into certain maybe theologies or or maybe have, even have certain revelations about the bible of how you know it came to pass and if you're not careful you can kind of become um settled in that like we're right. like okay that's done we're over like like there's not a go right, <laughs> right? Uh, it's kind of like uh Okay, now what? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and and yes, we still have absolute purpose, and our purpose is to shine the light, is to to be the city, to be, you know, that's set on a hill, to uh, to to spread the the glory of God's kingdom throughout the. I mean, there's well, as a matter of fact, the Lord's not going to come back until we do. Yeah, you know, and uh, of course we could we could go off on a tangent on that about Him <laughs> coming back, but we won't. Uh, but he's not coming back until until uh, uh, our, made our part. Yes, until it's made perfect. <clears throat> and the, the last verse here, when God speaks of a new covenant, it means he has made the first one obsolete. It is now out of date and will soon disappear. So yeah. the old covenant was soon going away. Yeah, it's near obliteration. The, the Passion Translation kind of uses it. Um, we've just talked about bringing it to our day. You know, it's it's a represent representation of our lives uh, before Jesus. You know that when we called him into our heart, you know that old life of flesh, sinful right. nation. You right. know, it's it's gone. It's disappeared, <clears throat> and now we we step into this covenant of grace, uh, where you know when we do slip up, we don't have to go back to the old covenant ways. We don't have to find sacrifices we don't have to do right. that jesus has paid for that and thank god he has because now we have all the benefits of grace and uh can live without condemnation yeah right and we i don't think we take the the grace uh, the god's grace we don't take that as well i'm covered by god's grace so okay i'm going to go ahead i'm going to go ahead and do this or do do that you know which moves us away from God, but I think God's grace should compel us, you know, to do good, to do good and to come back to God rather than to repel away from God. Yeah. I was, I got to read another quote from, from, uh, Terry's commentary on Luke 15. It's kind of just stuck to me. You know, he'll, he says things sometimes that first challenge you, especially will challenge the religious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, but even me. He's got one know. out today. Yeah. So he, he, he'll make you, make you kind of dig. But 
<clears throat> just going back to this kind of old covenant, new covenant, uh, you know, law versus grace thing where we're, we're trying to sometimes hold the law. And even sometimes, you know, I'm guilty myself as well. How easily do we judge, you know, what a person does, you know, kind of based on, oh, I thought they were a Christian or whatever. Right. He said this, the simple fact we measure a person's eternity based on what they are doing or not doing is often proof that we still don't get it. Too often we look at what others do or don't to determine if they're qualified for heaven or hell. There's only one equation. Jesus plus nothing equals everything or Jesus plus anything, especially faith in your performance is nothing. Right. So, so I mean, that's good. I don't, I don't think we understand how great the new covenant is at times because yeah. we get caught up and it's easy to do because that's a lot of times we're, we're looking for the fruit, the fruit. Yeah. That's, right. that's <laughs> what we're looking for instead of, like I said, it, getting to the root. It takes, takes you back to that movie made that movie made a great example of this very fact that we judge people by what they did, what they looked like. Right. And we, we still do today. We're guilty. I'm guilty of it at times. Just right. instead of just having the eyes of Jesus, like, they they need me, you know. They right. need they need a heavenly Father. So yeah, that's good. It's hard to break off some of the old just the stuff that we've been trained and brought up in. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, know. You don't know what that's like, Justin. <laughs> never. <laughs> well, well, you know, being being brought up where that hellfire and you know hellfire and brimstone, you yeah. know, is a. The fear of God, you know, and, mm-hmm. and 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 I know the fear of God. The fear of God is good, but uh, you know, if you get somebody to come to Christ through because you've preached fear and condemnation on them, then you got to continue in fear and condemnation to hopefully try to keep them. <laughs> yeah. But when you preach the you know, grace message, uh, you know, it's 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 freedom. It's it's freedom in Christ. Not freedom. No, not freedom to to live unholy no it's, no it's not that kind of freedom but it's freedom in christ and what did christ do he came and he ate with sinners you know he uh he said you know you, you religious folks you know basically i think what he's saying you think you don't need a, phys- a physician you know but but yeah. those those that are sick need you know need a physician they need me and so that's that's the gospel message man is that yeah. is to share the grace you know if you look at the end of the Old Testament is it went out with, with uh, you know, with judgment and a curse. And if you look at the end of the New Testament, it went out with grace. Yeah. May the grace be yeah. with you. So That's good. That's good. Make, make one more reference back to that movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, just pause or don't listen, turn down. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the, uh, the deacons in the church had made a comment about, they they're coming in barefoot, dirty feet, and they're messing up the new shag carpet. Yeah. <laughs> so the next service, there's a line of people way out the door. Uh, it's getting more and more packed every week. More and more people right. coming, and the preachers there at the very front door washing everybody's feet. Right. Yeah. That's right. good. That's how it should be. That's man. That's that's good. I gotta watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, powerful. I'm sorry it really if I spoil it for yeah, you, no, but, but there's there's so much in there too. Like you couldn't possibly sit here to this whole thing and get every point and i could probably go watch it again and still right probably catch a few things that i may have missed but that's why i want to watch it again because <laughs> to I, see what i, I missed yeah you know, just to see what i missed yeah. because i'm sure that i did yeah that's good 
That's good because that's, I mean, you, you, you hear about that in a church still today at times. You know, it's yeah. just, uh, you know, the critics in the church, um, you know, we don't do this. You know, <laughs> you're messing up our carpet. You know, you're, right. you're too loud. You're too crazy for Jesus or, you know, trying to put. Uh, I believe you referred to it as Kennedy was trying, trying to, trying to make that brick. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Make, make it, a, build it with brick, not yeah. with stones. We're trying to keep everybody in yeah. a box when yeah. Jesus is outside the box. That's right. Well, you, you know, we actually see it today as revivalists. You, you know, well, I call it more Reformation than, than revival, but, uh, but for the sake of the, the comment, revival breaking out like in Ashbury and Lee College and yeah. different places uh, where people are hungry for God. And then you got religious leaders that want to analyze it mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, want to criticize it. You know, I've seen somebody criticize it the other day on Facebook. And, and uh, you know, I wrote in the comments is that, you know, we pray for revival. We want revival, but do we really want revival, or do we want to stay in our religious box and just yeah. be critical and analytical, you know, of, of everything that, that God is doing? And if you think that there's not going to be anything that's kind of out of order in what God is doing, you probably ought to just look back to the book of Acts <laughs> and see God was doing a great work, but yet, you know. And so there's going to be things, but there's yeah. a true true move of God that's happening and happening among young people. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. Cool. All minds clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys for checking out another episode of the dudes in Christ podcast. Uh, we're going to continue through this journey of Hebrews. See what, uh, see what the word brings out and looking forward to it. See you guys next week.